Today's episode of Freeman's Playlist is sponsored by Anchor. Stay tuned to find out more. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 2 of Primem's Playlist Season 2. My name is Prim, and as per usual, I'll be analyzing 5 underrated K-pop tunes and recommending them based on your music taste. I realize that I might have jumped the gun a little bit last episode doing a spooky Halloween theme in early September, so let's do something a little more timely. I'm sure all of us have encountered that one lo-fi hip-hop livestream in one way or another, and many people, myself included, swear by it when it comes to background music while studying. And well, almost everyone I know is back to school now in one way or another, so studying is back to being a part of our lives. As such, this week's theme is lo-fi. Whether you're cramming for a test tomorrow or catching up on homework, hopefully this week's playlist will help you focus on your academic pursuits. Without further ado, let's pull up the playlist. First up at 2.6k views on Stone Music Entertainment, here's Dive by artist Arco, spelled A-R-C-X, featuring artist Kim Sang-Goon. What stood out to me immediately is the detuned nature of several instruments in this song, from the main piano chords to the wobbly synth during the rap break to the little spy movie-like sample at the very beginning. I also really love the blend between more real instruments like the piano riffs and pizzicato violin notes, and the more synthesized elements like the grinding hi-hats and the beeping noises leading into the rap break. Such a blend is a core pillar of lo-fi. We can't talk about this song, though, without talking about its use of voice samples. In a way, very common to lo-fi hip-hop, the song starts with a seemingly random, out-of-context sample of a conversation, though the song's side conversation is in Italian for some reason. From there, the song makes frequent use of short samples of a woman singing, sometimes used practically as the main melody, other times as like chopped-up background noise. And of course, there's the rap break. Lo-fi elements have been gaining more and more traction in the rap genre, so it's no surprise that rap is in turn being sampled in lo-fi. Between the vocal samples, detuned elements, and grinding hi-hat, the song almost takes on a spooky old technology vibe, like a haunted old radio. Finding comparisons for Dive was quite hard, as not much mainstream K-pop goes for a straight-up lo-fi hip-hop-like genre. It instead usually incorporates lo-fi elements into other genres, as you'll see later. I guess it's like the halfway point between Half Moon by Dean featuring Geiko and Palette by IU featuring G-Dragon. But even then, that's a little bit too upbeat and not quite distorted enough. Honestly, it's pretty standard lo-fi with a bit of a dark and glitchy atmosphere to it, so if you were a fan of last episode's spooky theme, you'll probably enjoy Dive. Next song, please. Alright, here we've got the official remix of Without You by singer-songwriter Annalise Azadian, featuring soloist Ju Young, coming in at 8,000 views on Starship TV. Now, as I said before, K-pop tends to mix lo-fi hip-hop elements with other genres. In this case, that other genre is jazz. While the instrumental uses the strong bass kicks and distorted instrument samples common to lo-fi, as well as making use of the intro speech sample we talked about earlier, the snap percussion is taken straight out of jazz. And so are the vocals, whether it's the strong high vocalizations from Annalise Zadian or the airier, faster rhythm used by Ju Young, 
there's this kind of off-rhythm quality throughout the vocal melody that makes the whole song feel surreal during the verses. Then it jolts back into reality during the choruses when the rhythm snaps back into place with the instrumental. This is in a good way, of course. It's not off-rhythm in a they-don't-know-what-they're-doing way, it's more a whatever-the-hell-Soyeon was doing during the rap in Senorita by G-Idol way. It's all of the unpredictability of jazz, but with more structured lo-fi hip-hop elements keeping it grounded. Honestly, Without You kind of reminds me of My Blue Moon from last episode. Similar jazz elements, I guess. Which means that, by the transitive property, it also reminds me a bit of Automatic by Red Velvet, although in this case it's definitely just due to the bass kicks. Without You also reminds me of something that Umi, one of my favorite western artists, would release. It's fairly similar to her song Butterfly in terms of instrumentation. Essentially, if you want something jazzy and a bit bass-heavy, definitely check out Without You. Let's hear our third song! Coming up in number 3, this is Lazy Girl by soloist and impressionist Chufer, garnering 5k views on Genie Music, though it has significantly more views on Chufer's own channel. This song has a bit of a tropical rock feeling, featuring a summery guitar and relaxed swung rhythm. Chufer's vocal inflection also really adds to that feeling, sliding between notes almost as if the notes themselves are lagging behind the rhythm, a rhythm quick and playful enough to keep the song from feeling too slow. Of course, the lo-fi elements of percussion also add to the relaxing vibes. Also, I love the lyrics to this song. They're all about casting off the pressure to meet unrealistic beauty standards and, when being called lazy for doing so, taking that insult in stride. Honestly, the themes of so-called laziness, huge air quotes there, as a form of freedom really fit the relaxing summary feeling of the instrumental. Great choice! My immediate first thought when listening to Lazy Girl was to compare it to Idol's song by Joan Soyoung. Though the vocal melody is very much different, the similar summary vibes and emphasis on guitar can't be denied. Additionally, Chufer's vocal inflection and anti-beauty standard lyrics remind me a bit of some of Mamamoo's work. So if you're a fan of Mamamoo and Soyoung, go check out Lazy Girl. Before we continue, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Today we're sponsored by Anchor, the very same service we use to make this podcast. Let me tell you, Anchor is unrivaled in its accessibility. Anchor lets you make your own podcast from scratch, right from your computer, or even your phone. You can record yourself in browser, add stock music from Anchor's own library, and even make simple edits. Or, if you prefer to record and edit in a more familiar application, Anchor also allows you to upload audio straight from your computer. Anchor can also handle some of the more intimidating aspects of podcasting for you. For example, it can automatically distribute your podcast to platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it can even link you up with sponsors. What's craziest about Anchor to me, though, is that it's absolutely free. All these tools, all these functions, and they don't even cost a penny. So, if you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start, I'd highly recommend using Anchor. It's easy, versatile, and free. Let's get back to the playlist! At under 200 views on Ogam Entertainment, song number 4 today is Can I by Lucy member Choi Sangyob. This is a blend of lo-fi and ballad elements, though in a very strange way. All the instruments are ones you would expect to hear in lo-fi, but the composition is very ballad-esque. 
So like, it's a ballad-style piano, but put through a lo-fi-esque distortion. And there are lo-fi drums playing more of a ballad-style drum track, etc. And of course, the vocals are very much in a soft, emotional ballad style. Now this stark division of lo-fi versus ballad elements blends a bit later as different percussion is added in, but my point still largely stands. If you were to change the sound font to like a slightly different piano, drum kit, and strings, it would straight up just be a standard ballad. Also, for some reason, there's a super echoey overdriven guitar towards the end. Not really sure what's up with that, but it's there. Since Can I is a relatively standard ballad with a lo-fi-esque sound font, you can compare it to pretty much any piano-based ballad. My first thought is Scenery by V from BTS. Though it lacks drums, the piano and strings combination fits well. You could also make a case for Hear Me by G-Idol fitting well, as it includes percussion of the latter half, though it's a little bit more intense tonally than Can I. Also, With You by ATs has some similarities. Honestly, just like, if you enjoy piano-based ballads, you'll probably enjoy Can I. Last song, please. Our last song today with 12k views on Stone Music Entertainment is 500 Days by producer Det, featuring singer-songwriter Jay Luna and singer I Am Lou. This is probably the second most standard lo-fi hip-hop track we have today, right under Dive. The drums are the exact lightly swung kick and snare combination one expects from the genre, and the electric piano you can hear quietly in the background adds to that aspect of the song. However, what really sets this song apart is the emphasis on acoustic guitar purely as an instrumental melody rather than as a chord-generating instrument. Unlike the more muted, low-passed acoustic guitar often heard in lo-fi, the high tones in this acoustic guitar are kept in, essentially adding higher frequencies into the mix where the lo-fi drums can't provide it. Not to say that the acoustic guitar is always the star, though. During pre-choruses, the song shifts focus entirely onto the piano. Also, real quick, I have to say, I really like the whistling at the end. I think that's a really nice touch. Honestly, 500 Days almost sounds like a lo-fi version of Lonely by Sistar. Same emphasis on guitar and same general tone. Also, some elements of this song kind of remind me of Turtle by Twice and Galaxy by Bulbogon 4. Two more songs with an emphasis, but not a complete reliance on acoustic guitar. Also, there's this one instrumental sample during the chorus that sounds so similar to the violin sound of the Me Channel theme. That's not really enough to recommend the song off of, but it's funny, it's a gamer reference, it's not Primeps Playlist without a gamer reference. So yeah, if you want something along the lines of Bulbulgon 4, Twice, or Sistar's more acoustic side, then check out 500 Days. Before we get into selecting this week's segment and all that, I wanted to change things up a bit. As you already know, each episode of this podcast now revolves around a theme, but while it does give me an interesting challenge as well as helps me narrow down what songs I choose each week, it also forces me to cut some songs that I really want to talk about. But then I realized that, oh wait, it's my podcast, I make the rules. So from now on, between the main playlist and the wheel of segments, I'm going to add one more song, the Sore Thumb song, named so because, well, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Let's hear today's sore thumb song. Today's sore thumb song is quite perfectly Thumbs Up by rap duo Crispy Crunch featuring soloist Kim Sori, coming in at 70 views on Ogana Entertainment. Yes, only 70 views, which is tragic given that this song has technically been out since 2011 as far as I can tell. 
It's just being re-uploaded on Ogam now for some reason. The song is very aggressive, starting with a sharp clapping snare, a sawtooth wave, and lots of layered vocals of different tones and with different effects. Honestly, most of the song revolves around very fast raps one after the next, overlapping with each other when transitioning between members, which turns into yell singing during the chorus. The instrumental uses that sawtooth constantly, usually on the upbeat eighth notes, keeping the tempo quick. Really, it only goes away during the bridge when Kim Sori sings. Basically, it's a relentlessly high-energy party song that absolutely bombards you for its entire three-minute length with barely a pause to breathe. Pretty much the exact opposite of lo-fi. This is all just a long way of saying that this song sounds exactly like Low by Flow Rida featuring T-Pain. I am legitimately losing my mind. It is the same song. Like, I can't listen to it without filling in apple-bottom jeans, boots with the fur every time I hear the chorus. It's got the aggressive club vibes, it's got the yell singing, it's, it's even yell singing the same note most of the time. If you like apple-bottom jeans, boots with the fur, or you just want the whole club looking at her, then I guess you'll enjoy Thumbs Up. Oh, and by the transitive property, that means it also goes well with Lucifer by Shiny. So that was this week's playlist. I hope that you can use some of these lo-fi tunes to keep you calm while studying, and afterwards you can put on this week's sore thumb song and throw a one-person party. No multiple-person parties, though. We're in a pandemic here. Partying by yourself, though? Totally fine. Speaking of our sore thumb song, how did y'all like that little experiment? Is it something you'd like to see more of, or is it better to just stick to the theme? You can send me feedback on the official Studio 16 Discord server, the link to which will be provided at the end of this episode. For now though, let's spin the wheel of segments. And this week's segment is... Fantastic Fan Works. Fantastic Fan Works, just like in Season 1, is a segment focused on promoting underrated fan artists in the K-pop fandom, whether they draw, sing, dance, or in the case of today's fan artist, make remixes. Today we're looking at Jared Despejo covers, spelled J-A-R-E-D-E-S-P-E-J-O, an instrumental K-pop cover artist who specializes in bardcore remixes. Now, if you've been on the internet recently, especially in the more nerdy and meme corners of YouTube, you've likely seen barcore remixes of various songs floating around. It's become something of a trend recently, possibly having to do with the rise in mainstream popularity of traditionally nerdy fantasy ventures such as Dungeons & Dragons, though I don't have solid proof of that being the case. For those who haven't heard of this genre though, Bardcore is a music genre designed to sound like music from medieval Europe or fantasy inspired by medieval Europe, usually characterized by lutes, harps, flutes, and similar percussion. It's generally regarded as being a calming genre, though it can also work as quite the epic battle theme. I suppose a better descriptor is ethereal. Jared Espejo Covers does a great job at hammering home this ethereal quality through harmony, improvisation, and great mixing. I'm not personally sure whether they're adding their own harmony into the cover or if they're simply emphasizing the harmony present in the original song. I'm truly awful at picking out harmonies in sung pieces. But either way, their covers sound thick and full with harmony. I can say with more confidence that they do add in their own improvisations and small edits to more repetitive melodies as can best be heard in their cover of Blackpink's recent release Ice Cream. Doing so adds a little extra variety in such a way that helps the song more seamlessly blend with the genre. 
And of course, we can't forget about the mixing. Jerry Despejo covers makes liberal use of panning, which is when different sounds in a song are played more to the left or right of each other. Though bad panning can jolt one out of the song, good panning, like that used by Jared Despejo covers, creates a surround sound experience, almost like you're swimming in the music, adding to the ethereal quality already present in bardcore. Despite the multitude of bardcore-centric YouTube channels out there, so far Jared Despejo covers is the only one I've found who specializes in remixing K-pop specifically. Perhaps the trend originated in circles too far outside of the K-pop community to really land here until now. In any case, Jared Espejo Covers has certainly found an untapped niche in both the bardcore and K-pop communities, and is populating that niche with beautifully made instrumental covers. So if you're looking for some unique and ethereal K-pop remixes, especially if you're into fantasy or medieval settings, go subscribe to Jared Espejo Covers and leave them some likes and nice comments. Compared to the general K-pop sphere, their covers are one of a kind. And with that, we end episode 2 of Primo's Playlist Season 2. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the original songs at bit.ly slash pmp underscore s2e2, all letters capital, all numbers numerals. And if you'd like to support this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if you really want to go above and beyond, donate to our Patreon page for special perks. Links to those can be found at linktree slash prims playlist. That's linktr.ee slash primms. P-L-A-Y-L-I-S-T. Our podcast is a proud member of Studio 16. If you enjoy our podcast, support us for free by joining our Discord server at discord.gg slash 6, capital R, lowercase xw, capital mg, lowercase f. To learn more, visit studio16network.wixsite.com. Thanks for jamming with me today. <laughs>